we want to think about deterring them and, and delaying them. So obviously anything like that, valuable equipment like quad bikes, uh, all-terrain vehicles or tractors, at night they should be uh, parked out of sight, okay? They definitely should be kept out of sight for nearby roads so they can't be seen for the road again and you're de denying that opportunity. Keep your gate yards closed, uh, open gates are unfortunately an invitation to thieves. They provide an excuse for somebody to come on and say they're just looking around or look for directions or something like that. So do keep your gates closed, okay? Hello and welcome to The Beef Edge, the Chagas Beef Podcast, for all your latest news, information and advice for Irish beef farmers. I'm Catherine Egan and on this week's episode, I'm joined by Ngarda Siakana Crime Prevention Officer Sergeant John Fitzpatrick to discuss top tips to reduce the possibility of theft on your farm and the steps you can take. You're very welcome, John. As the nights start to draw in, it's an ideal time for farmers to review their farm security plan. Yeah, absolutely. It is a good time because uh, unfortunately we know that darkness does provide uh, cover for people, to, particularly criminals, to work under. So it is a good time. And look, uh, security should be uh, a principal part of a farmer's daily routine as well. And good habits and good practice on, on a daily basis are, are often better than expensive security products or expensive security systems. And they can go a long way to protecting your farm. Good habits and, and good security routines every day. John, earlier this year on Crime Call, your colleague Sergeant Deirdre O'Neill highlighted the incidence rates on farms. What has the incidence rate been in 2022? Yeah, well, in relation to uh, tests from farmland property, uh, in, which does include livestock, so we had 166 incidents in 2022, and that was up, uh, we had 146 in 2021, uh, so it was an, a, a, a rise. And look, I suppose anywhere where you're going to have valuable equipment or valuable property, both of which farming equipment are and farming plants as well as livestock are valuable, they are going to provide, um, there's going to be people looking for an opportunity to, to steal those and to deprive the lawful owners of, of that property. Uh, and so farmers should should definitely be mindful of that at all times, you know, uh, that uh, while it may be just be tools to them uh, and part of their working life, it, it's an opportunity for somebody else out there, unfortunately. And particularly with regard to livestock, what can farmers do to prevent theft of livestock? Yeah, and look, unfortunately, we do have theft of livestock. Uh, so, you know, the main thing is obviously regularly check your fields and your pens where they're kept. Keep your hedges, your fences and gates in good repair uh, and look after them. And obviously fit your, your field gates with uh, capping hinges. And that means, means that they can't be removed um, easily. So. What we what we always say to people is we should as a farmer you should have a look around your farm and and you should think to yourself what can I do to deter people from 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 theft on my property and what you know so basically what you want to do is you want to deter the criminal from coming into your property and you want them to hopefully move on to somewhere else you know we don't want that either but that's essentially what we're advising but so if you can deter people by coming out by making it more difficult to get onto your property by making sure that you have that daily routine of having the the gates closed locked that type of stuff looking after your your animals um uh, signage saying that it's you know private property to so no entry onto the land that type of stuff uh you you can certainly deter the criminal you can go further than down that line by uh Perhaps removing removing your cattle grids, they can they can be removable, and using locking posts to uh, lock yards or that type of stuff and prevent that access to deter people from coming onto the property. 
Obviously, John, farmers are aware of the risks and the theft of machinery, particularly around trailers and tractors and quads. What's the main actions farmers can take to prevent it? Okay, so again, what we want to do is we want to think about deterring them and and delaying them. So obviously, anything like that, valuable equipment like quad bikes, uh, all-terrain vehicles or tractors, at night, they should be uh, parked out of sight. Okay, they definitely should be kept out of sight for nearby roads. Uh, so they can't be seen for the road again, and you're de- denying that opportunity. Again, simple things, as I said at the start, to keep your gate yards closed. Uh, open gates are, unfortunately, an invitation to thieves. They provide an excuse for somebody to come on and say they're just looking around or look for directions or something like that. So do keep yard gates closed, okay? Lock your barns out buildings at night uh, and use approved locks. And look, uh, you can if you if you have to leave vehicles overnight outdoors, or whatever you can look uh, look at wheel clamps on the wheels, that type of stuff. And for valuable equipment, particularly and quads and, and from tractors are valuable. You should definitely be thinking about some type of mobilizing and tracking systems. So some type of tracking system on, on a quad or on a on a tractor. So if if unfortunately it is taken from you, we we can be tracked and we can locate it for you. Uh, you know, so they they can be useful because they can also notify you as a farmer if your vehicle has been interfered or moved with, so you can possibly recover or stop it being moved from your property altogether. And if you're going to spend thousands upon thousands of euro on vehicles like this, you should absolutely be investing in the security as well. And of course, one of the simple ways to 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 make your equipment less attractive to deal is. Uh, what we call by reducing the payoff for the criminal. So how do you reduce the payoff for the criminal? How do you reduce, uh, how do you make it less attractive to to steal? Is that you clearly mark it in some way, that it's marked that it's obviously someone's property, but you mark it overtly in in some fashion. So it's clear that it belongs to somebody that will be missed if it's taken, but you also mark it covertly in some fashion where only you know where that mark is. So even if the, uh, the, the obvious marking is removed. There's still a covert mark there, which will help uh, trace us, trace the back of the owner, hopefully, and perhaps to help us charge somebody uh, with a theft. I think that's a key point. Like for following on for farmers, you know, how do they know purchasing, be it machinery, etc., that it isn't stolen goods, that they aren't purchasing something that's stolen and unknown to themselves. If somebody's coming onto your property and they're offering you equipment for sale, and they've uh, no track record of where it's come from they're not going to give you invoices and they're not giving you receipts or anything like that uh well then you should obviously be very suspicious about the origins of that property and i would recommend that you wouldn't engage with anybody in in that line of selling okay you should always just buy your your any farm farmyard equipment farmyard property from reputable buyers that have a, a bricks and mortar location where you can go back and you have some comeback in relation to your property. Because if you buy, apart from the criminal aspect, if you buy property, you know, say off the side of the road or off the back of a boot or somebody comes onto your property and obviously for sale, you have no comeback. What do you know about that person? Uh, you know, if something goes wrong with that equipment, have you got a guarantee, have you a warranty, that type of stuff. If you go down through the genuine route, uh, through a bricks and mortar shop or a reputable supplier, you're going to have all that stuff. You're going to have your warranty, your guarantee. You'll have aftercare, customer sales if there's a problem. And you won't be encouraging, um, you know, theft of property because, I mean, that, that's, that's how criminals work. They have to, they have to sell on the, the property they steal from farms. They have to get offloaded somewhere in order to, to make money. You mentioned earlier about the dark evenings and most burglar activity takes place between 5 and 10 p.m. 
In relation to home security, what actions can farmers take? It's uh, good habits are, are the basis of good, good crime prevention. And definitely with the dark nights, you should definitely have, uh, you should definitely consider installing some type of sensor lights, uh, which will activate when there is movement within the range of lights. So you know there's somebody on your property or in your yard. And also around the house itself, uh, you should definitely consider installing dust to dawn lighting. Uh, to give a, a low level of light. And I know there might be concerned about um, electricity prices and that type of stuff, but if you get a LED lights, they're going to be very uh, energy efficient and they're going to have a low cost. And, uh, secure, you know, and that should be definitely a consideration. And that way then uh, you're deterring the criminal from coming onto the property because there's no darkness for them to, call, to hide in. If there's somebody uh, coming onto the property and you have sensor lights and it activates, it's also going to draw your attention to them. And, and that's the thing. But also you should consider being more basic stuff about your own property. Again, similar to the fences, you should be checking that your doors are locked, windows are locked every night, get into those good habits. Uh, if you have an alarm, certainly use it. And you should always consider getting an alarm. Alarm is, is also good advice. And a lot of people like uh, the comfort of getting, uh, like if they don't have CCTV on the house, uh, some type of video doorbell system. So if there is callers to the house, uh, if they're not, for example, at the house, maybe they're working on the farm, they can see who's at the house. They can have a conversation with them and uh, ascertain their business and call off if necessary to intervene. Just as a general rule of thumb, if you're not going to be into the house, you should uh, have, you should use light timers. Especially this time of night, we're starting to see that nights get uh, dark early. You should be using light timers to turn on lights if you're not going to be back in the house. And again, low energy bulbs can bring down the cost. And uh, our advice, or I suppose our, our watchwords in Garnish Corner, are light up and lock up. So definitely you should be lighting up the house if you're not going to be there or in the evenings before you get back to the house. And you should be ensuring that uh, your doors are locked and windows are locked. Rural communities have strong connections with their neighbours. What can community groups do together to help prevent rural crime? The great thing about rural groups and rural communities is that they know their community, they know their area, and they know that if somebody's coming into the area that they're not normally there, and they also know that if they're up to no good, uh, they will spot that. So that's the thing that the, the, I suppose there are eyes and ears on the ground. Also, I suppose they might have specialist knowledge that perhaps that we don't have in the Garden of the Econa, so they might know that if somebody is uh, interfering with animals or whatever, or working with animals, that that in itself is unusual, it's the wrong time of year, whatever they're doing is not, it's not right, and they can either inform the owner of the property or better still inform us. Uh, and look, uh, those type of community alert groups, neighbourhood groups are good because they do strengthen community spirit, they get people talking together, and if you don't uh, have a text alert group in your area or a community alert group, do contact either your local crime prevention officer. There is one in each uh, county in Ireland or indeed your local community guards and they can assist you that way. And that will help forming, making a more formal group like that will help improve communication with ourselves so we can give uh, advice uh, and more specific advice to local farmers, but also that we get the information back to communities about who's moving around the locality what they're up to, maybe what vehicles are in and that type of stuff. So definitely um, do use your neighbours, get to know your neighbours and, and definitely consider getting involved in either a, a community alert or a text alert scheme if you're not already. You mentioned earlier there about the intruders. If farmers come across intruders on their land, what is the best thing they can do? The best thing they can do is obviously avoid confrontation at, at all costs. Okay, And I know it is the natural instinct of people to go on to their own, I mean, you can make it clear to them from a distance that they're on private property. Um, 
that they're not welcome and that you, if they don't leave the property, that they're going to go. Most of the time, people should leave property, but certainly don't uh, be careful of you know getting too close, getting involved in a confrontation, some type of argument, and that type of stuff. Um, you know, do call us. Uh, don't confront people. Call us if necessary, and we we can come and, and assist you. Um, assist you if, if necessary. But do make it clear to people that they're not welcome on the property, that it is private property, that if you don't leave the property, that you will they, that they will call on Gardaíshire Conan. And know the number for your local station and indeed call 999 or 112 in case of emergency where you're subject to threat or your property is subject to, to any risk or threat that you should be considering 999 at those circumstances. That's great, John. Thanks very much for coming on. No problem. As I said, good daily habit and a good security package every day. That's all for this week's episode and my thanks to John for joining me on the show. You can catch up on all other shows and interviews from the Beef Edge podcast on the Chagas website at chagas.ie or you can listen on Apple and Google Podcasts as well as Spotify. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe so you never miss a show. For all other updates from our Beef programme, keep an eye on our Twitter and Facebook pages. Until next time, I'm Catherine Egan and thanks for listening.